0: All right, everyone. How are you doing? I'm Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast International Series. And with me, I have my first guest from Austria. Uh, How are you doing, man?
1: Hi. uh, Yeah, I'm doing really good. Nice to be on the show. Um, I'm Max. I play in Austria and for Austria. Also in my club, the Vienna State Spartans. Um, And really happy to be here with you and see how this goes.
0: (laughs) So a few times... Uh, and this is how max came into my radar. I watch a lot of euros, but a few times when I interviewed uh, players from Europe or UK predominantly, um a lot of people mentioned max as like one of the players they'd love to have on their team for one reason or another. Uh you left a sound impression um across across Europe. And uh we're going to get into that a little bit. But before we uh um <laughs> before we get into <laughs> before we get into a anything going further. Uh, let's get some of the preliminaries out of the way. Um, what is your jersey number and why?
1: So uh, my jersey number is, for years I've been playing handball and I always uh, wanted this number and in dodgeball I had the chance to do it, is the number 42. And if you've seen the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it's pretty much self explanatory. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So uh, when this computer said, this is the ultimate number and the reason for living, um, I was like, okay, I like that number. I'm going to take that someday. (laughs) Um, I had the number 24 for a very long time in handball and was really happy to get it when I uh, got elected for the Austrian national team. Like one of the first ones to be elected. I was like, that's my number. I'm going to get it and nobody's going to take it from me. (laughs) And yeah, I, I got it now it's an, it's the answer to everything number
0: 42 yes <laughs> okay so the reason I laughed is because um, I feel like not many people will know that movie but I know I do because I actually have seen it like a few times and I totally get it. when you mentioned 42 before you even mentioned the movie that was the first thing that came to mind but part of it is because I'm a nerd anyway, so I don't know if anyone's going to pick up on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, the plot is really uh, explained fast. So basically, they, the humans try to figure out what's the meaning of life and they build a computer around it to, um, to get that uh, thing. How, what is, it, what is the meaning of life? And they just, after years and years, they all travel there and then the computer just said it's 42. So everybody was really bummed out and since i'm a little nerd by myself i also study it so i, I just love that
0: <laughs> it looks like we both have a little nerdy tendencies here and there so um if we lost anyone i'm sorry but this was just our moment um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> really connected uh, there
0: <laughs> yeah very connected from austria to hollywood california um <laughs> So when did you start uh, playing dodgeball? You said you started playing handball first, uh but when did you start playing uh dodgeball?
1: So uh my first tournament that would have been um 2013. Um in Austria we we didn't have like nationals and clubs. We had a it was for mostly for students. So there was a big tournament where you can um wear costumes and dress yourself up and play a little bit of dodgeball um so nico i think a lot of people from from europe know nico as well um she put this all together and made a heck of a tournament which much with a lot of fun and how i got to it was that a friend of mine from handball we were we finished long ago and didn't play handball anymore he got to me and was like look, um, there's this tournament, it's dodgeball. I looked it up. It's a lot of throwing. We <laughs> threw a lot in handball. Maybe we can win this. Let's do it. And I was like, heck yeah. I-, I didn't even consider n- saying no. So, um, and pretty much this tournament was where we fell in love with the sport.
0: And it was uh, some costume tournament, you said?
1: Yes, um, there were a lot of costumes. I saw Power Rangers, I I saw Marvel, Super League stars, everyone else. I mean, you know that everybody knows the film Dodgeball. I hope in the world of Dodgeball, everyone has seen it at least once. Yeah, sadly. So, <laughs> yeah. So basically, you have that when they didn't get their jerseys on the right time and they played in this uh, <laughs> S&M kind of outfit.
0: Somebody actually <laughs> they, um, played
1: that? Uh, yeah, the team was called Wrong Delivery. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think this is one of the most creative uh, costumes I ever saw. Um, and also, I think in that year, they won the, the Style Award. Because the yeah. tournaments back then, they were called Dodge and Style. So basically, it was about dodgeball, but also about style. So if you don't have the, the, the sports edge, you can get the style edge and win as well so it was fun for everyone and everybody enjoyed it if they played uh, no matter what they played before um and I, I love the idea of that to bring to just bring crazy people together actually
0: <laughs> pretty much what this podcast is all about um yes perfect <laughs> <laughs> right so this costume tournament uh first off was it like during your high school college like what, what was it
1: yeah, this would be like um, my studying years. So yeah, co- college. College um, or I'm, not, I'm not always quite sure with, with American and uh, European systems of that. But yeah, college, I think, is the right um, term for it.
0: Yeah, um, uh, college yeah. or university. So I guess my yeah. next question would be, what costume did you go as?
1: Um, oh, so the, the thing about the costume, I think, we saw the film before, uh, 300, the Spartans who uh, <laughs> just mess up a lot of Persians uh, with just 300 against 1 million. And we liked the idea of um, being uh, less people and feeding everyone. So we decided to take on that idea and went as Spartans. Um, we tried to do letters, leather slips and uh, capes. But uh, we all missed out on training for our summer figures, so we decided to put on. <laughs> yeah, so we had uh, we had to improvise. Um, so you could see this on the Deutsche well Austria Facebook page. The first pictures of the first tournament, you will see skinny people and some not so skinny people in black and white with red uh, bands all over their body and. Uh, how do you call it when you when you paint your face with uh, war, war paint? like yeah, war paint. Yeah. So that was this was basically our idea. And what else um, so our motto was um uh, the, the Spartans they always have this scream where this one scene where they like ask the people what is your profession and they are they tell them, Yeah, I'm a I'm a worker, I'm a farmer, whatsoever, and the Spartans they all just go Oh. And we also put got that for our chant before a game. So we would always <laughs> ask to uh all the team members what is your profession and it's just how <laughs> just give it all.
0: <laughs> um okay, so we already touched on it. You 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 play for Austria. Uh you're familiar with some of the players in England. Are you familiar with the team uh Leyton Spartans?
1: Yeah. I'm very familiar with Team Lemington Spartans. Um, one of our, uh, a few of our best friends from England play for that team. Um, also, we uh, once tried to try to connect our teams to make it like international. So when they come to us, they play with us. When we we come to them, we play with them. Um, since COVID struck in the middle, so that was not so much in the last years. Um, But I would love to to keep that up and at some point maybe play for the Leamington Spartans in England at a cup Uh, or something like that.
0: Well, I will say this, and I know we hinted at it before, uh, but now I'm just saying it on air. You you have been mentioned uh, more than once by players from England, Ireland, pretty much the entirety of the UK. uh, As far as like if they were to build a team, who they have and... 9 times out of 10 you've been mentioned so I'm sure if you were ever out there uh especially as a Vienna Spartan uh you would definitely get the get the nod and the honor to play for them as well. I'm sure they wouldn't turn that down.
1: Yeah, that you just told me I didn't know that I'm a kind of famous <laughs> in the, in the UK so much um but I would love to play for every team. Um highest bit of wins. Bring
0: the offers. <laughs> oh no, the offers will be there for sure. If they haven't come your way, they will by the time people hear this. Because, uh, like I said, people have mentioned you before and quietly, but most of the time, like it's always caught on. I know. Uh, I don't know if
1: you know who she is, Elisa Storch. She's from um, Wales. From Wales. Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm so bad with names. I mean, I'm. I'm a teacher, but <laughs> you, pro- you probably know her face. But yes, you probably don't I know, know her, her I face. Am. I'm. I'm good with faces, but not okay. with names. <laughs> okay, um,
0: but she's mentioned it. She would love to have, yeah. a, if she were to build a team, you would be on the men's side for sure. Um, like she was one of the biggest proponents, if anything. So yeah, I think if you were to go to England and, you know, just say, hey, I'm looking for dodgeball, I'll be here. People will find you. But I'm sure your heart will go to the Spartans because
1: why not? Yeah, of course. I mean, it it, it has the name Spartans in it. It would be uh, I would be a trader if I don't i think
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, was dr- I was drinking water when you when you made me laugh okay. and I <laughs> <mean joke. laughs>
1: okay so i'm gonna announce my chokes now so that you don't drown on your own desk
0: <laughs> uh it's fine if i choke it'll be more more humor for the for the episode so it's all good okay. <laughs> anything i can do to get more hits i'll definitely do it um Perfect. so if you can um you said that your first impression you, you, you played it was a was it dodging style kind of thing uh so safe to assume after that it was like you were hooked right away
1: yeah that that was basically the moment i also think it was in this tournament and this year where we got our um nico she had those little cards they would say um the little uncle sam i think it is and it says i want you to try dodgeball national team (laughs) um and so the tournament hooked me, but what hooked me the most was then going to this one tryout training and seeing dodgeball on another level, really playing against everyone who wants to give their best. Um, and this is where I decided this is not only a fun tournament, fun thing to do. It's also um, something you can play on a serious level. Um, and from that that moment on, I was pretty much hooked. Uh, what year was that? Oh, um, it, it, it must have been also 2013. I'm not quite sure, maybe beginning of 2014 because then there were the first euros in Austria at two, 2014. Yes, were the first euros in Austria, and so okay, I, would, <laughs> I would assume around that time, early 2014 to early uh to late 2013.
0: Okay, because uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought the first Euros were in England.
1: Yes, yes, the first Euros were in England, but the first Euros are in, uh, the first and only in Austria.
0: Oh, okay. So, f- so that
1: that was basically the, the first tournament where we really prepared for this tournament. So we had trainings, we had a training camp. And uh, so for me, this is, it's my first international tournament. So you could say that.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, I was kind of confused from the timeline. Like, I thought it was in England first, but no, no, that, that makes no, no, sense. Yeah.
1: I think it was Ches- Ches- Chester. And Manchester. I don't, know the, I don't know the year because I wasn't playing that back then.
0: Uh, um, Would have been Manchester 2013?
1: 2013. Yeah, that, that could also be. It. I just know from, from because the first Dutch bill tournament we had in Austria, the team that won uh, had the chance to go there. And I think we didn't do so well <laughs> um, and I yeah, I wasn't there, so I can tell you a lot about it but i it, but after that, the next Euros we played, um yeah, we prepared for it, and that was the moment where I got hooked
0: <laughs> so your first debut, you know playing for uh, Austria, uh you pretty much had a training camp for it, so. I mean, it's definitely – I guess this is where you and I are very similar. Like, I love the high-level competitive play. I kind of thrive on it. I don't mind having fun here and there with, like, a costume tournament. I think you guys have that by a landslide. But there's something about playing with high stakes is something that I – and I know we personally enjoy for sure. Jeez, um, <clears throat> I almost lost my train of thought there uh so let's kind of go kind of go a little further into the beginning so you said you you played handball your whole life um i realized that handball is more popular in europe um there is a small handball contingent in los angeles uh, i don't know as far as like nationwide where else you would be able to play handball in the states but i would say here in, in los angeles you can play with three or four different clubs including beach handball um, that being said, do you think handball translates well to cloth for people who have a tough time adjusting to cloth?
1: Um, I mean, yes, you you have um, good basic uh, basic things you learn in handball that you can use for dodgeball, um, but yeah, I would recommend it. If if you uh, if you have kids and you don't have um, a dodgeball club in the area yet that supports um, youth trainings, um, get into a handball club and get let them get a throw, let them get a catch on, and then bring them to a dodgeball training of the Vienna State Spartans. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little so, advertisement on the right, on the side. No, no, this this
0: is entirely <laughs> entirely your your story. So advertise all you want. Um, so for anyone who doesn't who's probably never seen a handball. Is it similar in texture to a cloth ball?
1: Uh, no, not at all. A handball is uh, has a much harder surface. Um, it's a little bit smaller, but not. But it's maybe- As far as a texture
0: though, I, I know the size is kind of smaller, but
1: as far as like yeah. how it feels. Uh, those are two different balls. <laughs> um, but re- really, they're, they're, they're really to- two different balls. A handball is it's much heavier. Um, it has a much harder surface. Um, you're really not supposed to get one of those in the face. Um, <laughs> and the cloth ball is... Yeah, it it has a cloth surfa- surface. <laughs> That's the basic difference. So for me as a handball, it was hard to adapt to that surface. So I, I, oh, yeah. no, I had to transition a little bit to get that ball in the same... Uh, kind of throwing um, uh, strength with the cloth ball as I have with handball but it's a, you get basic things about throwing and catching in handball
0: okay um, yeah so a couple of things I want to touch on there for sure uh, you do not want to I did play handball a few times out here and I can say you do not want to take that in the face at all Yeah. so props to anyone who plays goalie because I've seen that happen a few times <laughs> Uh, second, you don't really want to get hit in the face anyway, if, whether it be dodge or cloth ball, rubber foam or cloth. It just, you don't want to get in the face for sure. Um, yeah, but then, yeah. you know, it happens. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, and, sometimes uh, you, sometimes you just go all in and then you try and catch with your face and it doesn't happen that often, but sometimes it it works.
0: I've seen, I've seen people do it sort of like out of fear. Yeah. Like they'll try to turn their head and they'll put their hands up, but when they put their hands up, it's like catching it between their hands and the side of the face. Yeah. So I've I've seen that before for sure. Um
1: I I saw, I saw more like um getting a hit in the not in the face, but maybe on the on the top of the head and then just it bounces off and someone on next to you just catches you out. <laughs> It's more of the face catches I mean.
0: Uh, (laughs) um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of those for sure. Uh, So you've been playing almost over 10 years now. Almost 10 years.
1: Is it that long?
0: I mean, if if we're going from 2013. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) If if we're going from 2013 to 2021, it's almost 20. Or I'm sorry, it's almost 10 years. So you're, you're a little veteran right there.
1: A little bit, yes. You catch, <laughs> you catch on on a lot of things in those years.
0: Eh, all right. Um, so how, how's the youth development in uh, Austria?
1: Um, we have uh, youth uh, trainings, a few of them, um, from uh, another club in Austria, the Nessie Nutcrackers. Um, Annika is doing it with Leni. Um, so they... Try to bring the um, youth training go as try to get the youth training going in Austria. Um, We as a club we we talked about it, but we are very small right now, and we don't have that much of resources, so we can't do it. Mm -hmm. But the best thing that's happening for us in Austria is the dodgeball school cups. So there's a big cup for all uh, school classes in Austria. Oh wow! where the kids can um, learn uh, play the game against other schools. So there are a lot, a lot of tournaments in other sports. And Austria-Austria tried to take that idea of having like a football tournament for all schools and make a dodgeball cup out of it. And it works really well. I think we had 300 participants at the last at the last school cup. I think it was a very high number. Wow. Don't sit said- me down on that. No, no. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's still impressive whether you're missing a few or not. I mean, that's that's a lot of kids.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of kids. Um, so, I think the last one was also about uh, two days. So we have um, how do you say that? I think it's high school and not prime primary. No, primary uh, are yeah, the really little ones, right?
0: Okay, so I guess based on how Europeans would say school, so primary school would be like. Kids between 7 and 10, mm-hmm. which is what we call elementary school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, secondary school um, would be like from 11 to 13 or 11 to 14, which would be what we call middle school.
1: Okay. So basically, it starts from middle school and goes to high school. Okay. Um, so we have two days, one for the high school and one for the middle school. And I had the chance to uh, ref at one of those tournaments. It was really fun uh, to see the kids really getting into the sport, having a lot of fun. Uh, They got very eager on winning. Um, I had to uh, divide some fights, almost fights, um, between the teams. Um, I've never been uh, shouted at from a 13-year-old that uh, I'm kind of not seeing anything and being blind um so (laughs) they really got a competitive mind in dodgeball and i think it's a good thing that they had that once and maybe if they hear about the training when they turn older um they try and join this wonderful movement
0: oh for sure um (laughs) i laugh because uh i know for me when i was that age um i was i mean still am but just more disciplined Was always a fiery competitive person. So just hearing that is just like, yeah, this is a reason why I'm not going to have any kids. (laughs) (laughs) The world doesn't need more of me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, but it's, it's kind of what you got yelled at by 13 year olds.
1: Uh, What was the question again?
0: No, I'm saying uh, just, just made a comment. You, you just get yelled at. You got yelled at by a bunch of 13 year olds.
1: Yes, of course. course. (laughs) So, But I had it by headed under control. Oh of course. Of course. I mean you're the adult here, so you should be. Yes. (laughs) In maybe in person, not in mind, but in person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, based on some of the the costumes that I'm already checking out here now, yeah. in in your mind, yes, you are an adult. In person, in practicality, that's still to be debated. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, w- before we get into some of these uh, crowdsource questions, I wanted to ask you um, a few few more questions beforehand. Uh, so first, this is a two-part question, uh, do you have any role models uh, inside of Dodgeball
1: and outside? Oh my gosh, I, I, I didn't thought about role models um, for a long, long time. Um, what would be my role models? Um, whew, hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, inside of Dodgeball, um, from an oh, I don't know who I would say. Yeah,
0: I, mean, I mean, to be fair, we've already established you're more so like you know their face, you just don't know their name.
1: Yeah, with uh, a role model, I, I'm thinking of one maybe in Dodgeball, um, because I think he he often has the the, the right idea on how this sport is going to develop and he often really says a lot of very smart stuff when we are at our training camps and when we talk about dodgeball and also live questions and stuff it would be Max Golder so in the dodgeball world he's one of uh, one of uh, a role model where I would like to be um, well I would take my club and want to lead it um, the way he does with um, I think, with dodgeball Austria. So that would be my inside role model. Uh, what, what's his name? Max Golder. Max, if you're Max listening, Colder? I love you. <laughs> Max Golder? Golder. G-O-L-D-A.
0: Oh, Golder. Golder. Okay. Yes. All right. It was a little translation issue. My fault. Um, so, all right. so that's your inside dodgeball role model. Who about uh, outside? Like anyone you know?
1: Got me, got me off guard there.
0: Um, <laughs> maybe a handball coach uh, a school teacher someone that impacted you someone that made you or influenced you the way you are now
1: that that would be my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's that's really sweet of me but um, I think for most of it she's the reason why I turned out uh, the way I am and the way I uh proceed on everything. Yeah, that would be it. What's her name? Anna. Anna Maria. I think a lot of uh, Anna Maria Polani. a lot of players over Europe know her and maybe also international. <laughs> she plays for uh, Austria as well? or? Yes, she also plays for Austria. Um, we also played together once uh, in the mixed team um, and with clubs we decided to be in two different clubs so she has her club and I have my club so to divide it a little bit have also some time apart from a lot of times where we are together and that <laughs> works out very well and I think this is what, the, what keeps the relationship going um, because <laughs> we have sometimes very different opinions on how to play a game. Um, you know, my moves and that's basically my mindset for tactics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and hers are sometimes more, um, I don't know how to say the conservative and straight tactical. up and tactical.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, to kind of give an idea and I'm going to find this clip uh, or find these clips of you uh, dodging like crazy to anyone uh, listening. Um, if you understand can it, Idea, what he's talking about with his crazy dodges. Um, He kind of dodges like in the states. We have a a family called the Giovincos, and uh, let me see. There's the twins, Jeff. Uh, There's I want to say there's like four. There's so there's there's a family of four dodgeballers or four play uh, four people who play dodgeball in the same family. Twin brothers, little brothers, and I think they have a sister. Um, and they do crazy flips and dodges, and they're not doing it on trampoline. They're doing it on hard surface, and that's to kind of give you an idea. This is who the kind of player Max is. He's kind of like the international version of a Giovinco. Um, only I think you're the only person in your family that plays, right?
1: Uh yes. My my sister played uh, played for I think it was four or five years. Um, then she got ACL and after that, uh, basically um, didn't play anymore, um, dropped out yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yes, uh, ACL uh, surgery. Okay. Um, so uh, I think it's a term for it, right? For the knee, if you have to... The, the
0: um, to get it, uh, it's either uh, a scope. Um, you can get it scoped out, get it cleaned out or get it uh, reattached.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah, so. so she, she uh, uh cracked her ligament in the knee and i think she got it back together with physio- physiotherapy um but after that she played i think once more and then she i think she's just lost interest in it but it's I think you, yeah it's very sad to hear <laughs> i'd love to have a little bit more of family but the austrian team it's it's like a second family. Um, so it's not it's hard but not so heartbreaking. Yeah. No, I don't no I don't. No, <laughs> I no no, no explain no. that in, in English. It's not many.
0: No, 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 that, that makes sense. And like to anyone who understands like there is there's a bit of an, a language barrier, but we're working with each other to make this episode uh, happen. Um, what he's trying to say, and, and this is me translating for him the best way I can. I don't speak Austrian. This is me based on my understanding. Uh, his sister had a torn ACL. Um, obviously, that's going to damper any hopes or you know any time frame as far as training and playing goes. Uh, went through rehab. Uh, played maybe once, maybe twice. And uh, essentially lost interest. Um, it, it's, a, it's a daunting process to go through as far as rehab and uh, physical therapy as far as that goes. So, you know, it's, it's sad to hear someone walk away because of it, but it's totally understandable. Um, but yeah, uh, no, like I, uh, the national team for Austria is like a family to, to Max. Uh, he also has his girlfriend who plays on the women's side and they, play, they share uh, the mixed courts together uh causing damage wherever they go, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So that's just that's just my way of kind of like translating and summarizing everything from Max because you know he, he's doing a great you know, contrary to what he may think, he's doing a great job with English as far as understanding and um, <laughs> thank you very so. much. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um do you have a pre game ritual for a tournament? Uh
1: yes. Uh, one thing is um some of the players they come dressed up to a to a league day I would never do that um so basically it starts for me at home packing my clothes for it checking it twice, uh twice or three times if I got everything and then I uh we have we always have a sound box um and people in Europe know that and from the world cup everybody knows it I think as well um dodgeball austria has a sound box everywhere they go so i put on the music the jam that keeps us going and while listening to that i just phase out and put on my jerseys um and i don't have something like left sock first and then right sock <laughs> this process of getting dressed for this day event um it's basically what i do pre-game to get focus on the game and Maybe be right before the game, I always phase out for like two or three minutes. Um, if, before we start to warm up, I just put on my own music and talk to nobody and just sit by myself and try to get focused for a game.
0: So Austria basically <laughs>
1: like. So
0: Austria and Sweden have a similar uh tradition. You guys bring a, you guys call it soundbox we call it boom boxes, those big radios. Um, yeah. So you guys, you, Sweden and Austria have the same tradition, right there? Uh,
1: what What do you mean with, uh, with well, having the- having music on that chord? And yeah, 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 yeah. That's we also like to do that with this. Uh, we also like to warm up with the Swedes. Um, they have this funny thing. I don't know if we had someone here from Sweden, but um, they have a flute song. Um, and they dance around the box in a... <laughs> in Wait, they have a what song? Uh, the flute song. I can send it to you later. It's really, okay. Um, basically, <laughs> what we do is we turn the soundbox up on that song and dance around the box. With uh, We did it once with the Swedish team for a game to get us all going. Um, <laughs> that is really nice. We, I think we have also a very special bond with Sweden. We have scarves, which say... Um, Austria on the one side, Sweden on the other side, and the the sentence was um, um, a part at birth connected through dodgeball. I think that was the the thing, or the word. People are not there at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> I think um, I I should have taken that scarf scarf out and wow. have to have this sentence ready for you to tell it. But we have a special bond with them.
0: <laughs> no, no, it, it it's clearly evident because um you guys have the same like kind of tradition and uh, to kind of get to answer your question, yes. Um, do you know you probably like I said you're probably terrible with names. His name is uh, Marcus Pearson.
1: I know Marcus. Yes, of course.
0: Okay, so I actually did interview him, um, oh, geez, four months ago? Oh. Yeah, I uh, interviewed him. If anyone wants to listen to it, it's in the archives, season five. Um, but yeah, no, I had him on uh, three or four months ago now. Uh, I can send you the link to that for sure, if you want to hear that.
1: Yeah, of course I want to hear that. Marcus, you're <laughs> listening today. I love you. <laughs>
0: um okay so you say you you listen to music you're, you're pretty much you and tweet have the same tradition uh but then you zone out for three to five minutes uh what what kind of music are you listening to before a, a tournament
1: um eminem <laughs> yeah it's cliche but um i don't know i i just did it once i heard um when i, I it's the one I hear the m- most when I'm in this zone is um, 50 Cent, if I can't. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the lyrics, but... Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> that lyrics that um, makes me believe more in myself?
0: <laughs> um, all right, so <laughs> fun fact about me. Uh, most of my life, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. So, of course, I know who Eminem is pretty much I listened to him even before he became famous so um, and 50 Cent I know exactly who you're talking about I know exactly the song uh, especially his older stuff I like his older stuff better so and you and I are, are kind of connecting more than I thought we would <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay
1: yeah. yeah but so basically I mean for Eminem now I got the title it's uh, Till I Collapse it's one of the yep. things yeah <laughs> I have a whole i have a whole list for that, so if you want it, I send you the spotify link um I think it's it's gonna get you going
0: oh for sure, please send that uh, definitely and definitely take a listen to it. I feel like you and I probably have the same musical
1: yeah. uh, mix,
0: <laughs> so i definitely definitely would love to hear that. You're yeah, a lot more gangster than i thought i like i love this
1: <laughs> i'm I'm not that gangster. <laughs> I'm the lightest um, boy in the neighborhood. Um.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! So is Cut Eminem, man. So, <laughs> so is <Yeah>. Eminem. <laughs> um, but you know, you, you may say that now, but I think there's plenty of players who would uh, who would say otherwise.
1: <laughs> yeah, really.
0: <laughs> so um, let's get into the crowdsource questions, and, and this is—I'm going to pick on you for this one. Um, before anyone said anything, you said, "Please, no math questions." Are you are you bad at math? Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah I, I'm just, gonna yeah.
1: sign off now. If you're gonna ask me <laughs> anything about math,
0: no, no, there's no, <laughs> no, there's no math questions or anything. No. Actually, yeah, you know, kinda, sad-
1: um, sometimes with um if I'm uncertain about something or unsure about myself, I try to cover that up with humor, and. When you posted that, I was like, okay, um, now it's happening. Um, you just announced it. Um, I can't back out from that, and I got a little bit nervous, and I just covered that with humor.
0: <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. Um, that, that's, that's also something I would do um, uh, to kind of like either break the ice or take some tension away from a situation. Um, I'm kind of like the same way. So I don't know if you read – you read comics, do you?
1: Uh, no, okay, actually, not, but uh, I okay, you probably like to watch cartoon uh, shows, Family Guy, um, South Park, Rick and Morty.
0: (laughs) I've never seen Rick and Morty, um, but no,
1: oh, oh, oh. (laughs) watch it, watch it, man. (laughs) (laughs) They have a great view on the earth uh, and the world,
0: (laughs) okay. Um, maybe I should start watching it, but um, I've never seen it, bucket list, bucket list, um. But no, the point I was trying to make is, uh, have, you, have you seen the movie Deadpool?
1: No, actually not. I have that on my uh, bucket list.
0: Uh, fair enough. Okay, we have something to share. So Deadpool, <laughs> Deadpool is a very sarcastic superhero. Um, it, he's never, he never takes anything seriously, but he always gets the job done. And I feel like sometimes, like for me, like whenever there's a situation where it's a little too intense... I can kind of break it with humor, like Deadpool. Um, So, yeah, that was just me being nerdy again, which is a theme of this episode, seemingly, you know, us being nerds. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So, sadly, my good friend Daniel Chamberlain asked a math question. (laughs) Two plus two. And then you you, you responded with a scientific gif, which is hilarious. I just want to point that out. Um, the next question would be from Matteo Meni. Uh, you played, I'm pretty sure you played against him in Italy.
1: Yes. Um,
0: what were I also best... got
1: one of his jerseys.
0: Oh, you traded with him. Yes. Sweet. Um, what were the best dodgeball galas and after parties?
1: Galas and after parties. Um, who That's a tough one. Um, I know that I got once carried out of a, ga- of a gala. Um, <laughs> you got carried out? Yes. That would be Newcastle.
0: Okay, um, so in Newcastle, your roads, you got carried. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically, uh, my best friend and I, um, Jacob, he's also playing on the team. Um, we didn't want the party to stop. We had our, our sound box with us, um, but they this, uh, they took it from us because we were making too loud music outside. Um, And we could get it back at the end of the evening. Um, Then the DJ stopped playing and we decided they uh, can't stop us from singing. Um, (laughs) Actually, they could. Um, They soon figured out who are the key players here to take out of this room to stop this party, which were Jacob and me. Um, And we had this moment where we looked at each other and we're like, just drop. Then they have they they can't take us out if we just drop and if we don't play with them, they had to carry us out then, and that's what they did <laughs>
0: okay, so you didn't you didn't get carried out because you were drunk, you got carried out because you just dropped, yeah, that almost sounds funnier
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and this yeah, was in uh, Newcastle that was Newcastle yes, and then we took our soundbox and made a after party the uh, the day after um. <laughs> But one of my parties from Dotspot Related, which I will always remember, was in Italy. Um, Italy, 2018. Um, we, Austrians, we tend to party a lot also during the tournament and stuff. Um, and we have this soundbox which is very loud. And at some point, the people from the rooms that were near to the place where we were partying, They just told us to leave the place because it's too loud and they can sleep and they have an early game in the morning. So we decided to take the party to the beach um, and have a really amazing beach party. Um, Had some lightings up and the evening ended with, okay, cliche. Perfect from Ed Sheeran and everybody putting their cell phones up to make a light and people <laughs> dancing in the middle to this song, and it, that was just amazing. Um, and also, I, I really can't decide between an after party. I really can't. They were all really great. Um, uh, big applause from my side to all of the um, people who make these tournaments and plan this the thing that. They make this happen. It was really... I couldn't decide.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's safe to assume um, based on everything I heard uh, from previous interviews and just stuff off camera,
1: which I won't get into, but uh, <laughs> it seems like Italy was a wild ride. It, it was for sure. Matteo, you did such a great job. He he also organized it and played. and um, He's a great guy and... I think he knew the answer to that question. <laughs> of
0: course he did. Of course he yeah. did. Um, I, I don't know if he, I, I feel bad if he, if he mentioned it to me, but, um, and I forgot, but that's a great, that's a great, uh, great tournament, I would say uh, for anyone who went there uh, for someone like me who watches at like three, four five in the morning, it definitely looked like it was the most polished uh, from a presentation standpoint. And I guess from an after party standpoint as well, right? Yeah, of
1: course. Very,
0: so, very good. So uh Matteo, uh thank you. Uh from the States, from Vienna. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Um Love to Italy. <laughs> Blaine Murphy, uh he plays in uh Ireland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ireland or Northern Ireland. Um how did you develop your weird dodges?
1: Um, think outside the box. That's basically the motto, Um, try not to be, uh, not try in every training to uh, improve what you have, but try at least one new move and see if it works. Um, So that's basically what I did, Um, just being uh, curious about what is possible with dodging.
0: And you definitely I, I, put the envelope on that one for sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um,
1: um so, yeah, just think outside the box and um be open minded
0: <laughs> and pack a lot of pain pills, got it um
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or just uh you learn by that pain, just remember that pain when you do it again and do it better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Uh, i i I, in my club i i train the people and i'm kind of the the teacher uh often in the training sessions and i don't like it when people say i can't do that um don't say that just try it try it over and over and over again and at some point you get it that click and it works um it is the same for for me and my dodgers
0: (laughs) yeah um Definitely some wild dodges there. Uh, arguably one of the hardest people to hit in uh, Europe for sure. Um, and this is just based on like footage I've seen. Uh, so no, uh, there.
1: I I also quit. Uh, missed quite a few shots against players.
0: No, I, I'm sure you. I'm sure you missed a few shots. So I'm talking about as far as you being targeted. Uh, you're probably one of the hardest people to hit. When you when you talk about European dodgeball. Because you think Maybe. about it, you, huh?
1: Maybe yes. I huh? I don't want to be the person that says, "Yeah, I'm the hardest to hit."
0: Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say it because I've I've seen oh, so many.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank <laughs> like, you very much.
0: <laughs> so because like a lot of times you try to throw two or three at an opponent, and you know one of them's gonna hit. And with you, it's like you're very hard to miss. So it's like it's like kind of like the Matrix, uh, Keanu Reeves. Um, I'm sure you've seen that movie where he's, like, yes. dodging bullets and yes. they're not touching them. Yeah. And uh, you kind of remind me of that, except for the fact you're not always just leaning back. You're jumping and doing some craziness. And you give your opportunity – or you give your team uh, opportunities to to counter back because if so many people are going to miss you, that's a lot more balls in your possession to execute with.
1: Yeah, and, uh, that's that's very – that's the thing. Um, we always say to the middle players: just be crazy, so we can get those uh, four-ball attacks. Um, don't get hit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just don't get hit. And if the catchers, if the catchers are there, they're there. But if not, just let's have an extra possession or two and then execute. Yeah. And you pretty much oh. do that. You you give Austria more possessions than most people would probably would have had against superior teams. Or even closer teams. Like that that definitely is an asset. Even though if it doesn't show up on the box sheet, it definitely is an asset.
1: Yeah, of of course, <laughs> sure is.
0: So, this has definitely been a fun interview. It's definitely been fun chatting with you and everything. But I'm gonna ask you a very uh, heartfelt question. So, Max Mates of Vienna Spartans in Austria. How would you like to be remembered once you play your final game?
1: Well, um, I I thought about that. Uh, I really didn't think much about it. Um, but how would I be remembered? Um, maybe like a, a person who helped build this. So... That at some point, when we have clubs that have uh, youth trainings, that have middle leagues, that have old leagues, that have high-class leagues, people who get paid um, to remembered by as a person who was there at the beginning, and try to make this possible.
0: You're pretty much like a a founding
1: father, uh, a, for, a front runner.
0: <sighs> I'm I'm
1: not that person. <laughs> I'm not a <laughs> founding founding harder um no no no
0: it's it's a i guess it's more of an american phrase so like a pioneer i'm sorry pioneer
1: yes someone who uh who's stuck by the sport and not let it um die out um i thought of that because we are at the point at our club where we need to find new people um to build this club up and not die out (laughs) so um we now in our generation are the people who not getting much out of dodgeball we are paying a lot to um, compete at this level and make everything happen and we do this for the sport and to keep it to be continued as a professional sport and not a pe um, class game that's fun (laughs)
0: uh definitely a lot of things i want to touch on um for sure um yeah i guess you could say some of us are getting older uh you don't want to see it die out you want it to see it proliferate and and i I would honestly say i think you are a pioneer um for so many people outside of austria to point to you as like their perennial player their their player they want to build a team around you know they're their fantasy all-star lineup if, if they were to build a team they would have you in it for sure you've gotten I'm really so on. Pin-
1: really thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've gotten so much acclaim and uh respect out of that from the english clubs and and abroad for sure so in that sense i think you're you're very much a pioneer um because arguably i would say that that, you know, the UK is probably premier as far as cloth goes, but they also have a lot more going for them. They have youth leagues, they have university uh, um, involvement. It's more proliferated over there and maybe not so much in Austria, but doesn't mean that it can't happen. And because you're the first and you're the pioneer um, to really just put Austria on the map, um, I think once you step off the court, you're going to leave the court or you're going to leave the court with a with a grand stage for everyone to fill. Um, Suffice to say, uh, it's gonna be hard to replace you as one person. So you're gonna find a lot more talent, try to fill in that vacuum, try to be the next max mates, or try to live up to the legacy that you left before, because you're a solid man. Um, You're a solid man, you're a hell of a player, uh, and you're gonna inspire a lot more people in your homeland and people uh, abroad to look at Austria as a powerhouse in the future. Um, But otherwise, you're going to be a hard man to replace. And in the past almost hour of us talking, I hope that you don't retire. Um, I hope that I get to see you. Not anytime soon.
1: Not anytime (laughs) soon. I I plan on at least one Olympic medal.
0: Um, I hope to be there for that because one of the, one of the things on my bucket list is to attend a Euros event and take part in whatever shenanigans you guys do. So I hope to, I hope I get to see one uh, play, whether it's your final game or not. So on that end, I want to say it's an honor to immortalize your story, to help put uh, dodgeball Austria on the map, and if this podcast does anything for you as far as your legacy is concerned, I hope it cemented it. And I hope anyone listening in Austria, whether regardless of where you're from there, dodgeball is a community that is growing. And by the time this man walks away, which will be a sad day, I'm sure, um, it's going to be a huge vacuum to fill. So start training, get some of that handball skills in there, get crazy, try everything once, dodging-wise and everything, just try it all once and understand the world of dodgeball is a lot bigger than what you may see in PE or Vienna. There's a whole world out there. And Max is now immortalized and part of that. So oh, thank man. you, Max. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Those were <laughs> very beautiful words. Um, uh, this, I, I'm uh, happy that it's not a video because I, I teared up and <laughs> <in> didn't <there. laughs> <laughs> I would.
0: Have, I almost wanted to trick you and be like, "Yeah, we're we're on video. I I could see the mess in your room." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
0: No, 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 that's fine. Um, but no, <laughs> but at least that that's the impression you left with me. And um, I know I've been trying to get you on for the past couple of months, and I'm glad it's happened.
1: I'm glad as well. Um, there was a lot going on, and. Uh, I needed to reschedule with you, but I'm happy that we now found this uh state to do this and um was a very very pleasant pleasant evening and talk with you
0: <laughs> for sure um before we wrap up, do you wanna give any shout outs to anyone any shout outs you like to give
1: um shout outs to all the people who take me in their all star team um uh if this team is going to be built up i'm going to be there for you um for sure (laughs) all of Uh, europe and um to all the eagles out there um love to everyone from europe and america hollywood and every other time zone i love to see you all at the world cup
0: (laughs) and we will be there hopefully when this thing is over with um like I said, Euros is definitely going to be on my bucket list to go over there and
1: watch high-level cloth play. Yes, yeah. um, come there. I invite you now personally. Um, you, if it's if the Euros should be in Austria anytime soon, um, you always have a place to stay. Oh, um, huh. thank. You. <laughs> now I'm just tearing. give me a call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. <man. laughs> and we will wrap up all right everyone and that was my interview with max uh max mates of austria thank you so much for hopping on and sharing with us your story uh man you're truly a legend and it's been something i was trying to as i said before we were trying to get this going at some point during the season with numerous uh, reschedulings uh but it finally happened i finally got the legend on and um with what four months left of the year three months left in the year um we got a lot more content to deliver. So it's going to be a fun challenge to, to round it off. I'm not looking, for, not looking forward to the end of season five, but at the same time, looking back, um, it's been a lot of great content, a lot of great memories. So here's to the next three or four months of it. <laughs> Stay tuned and have a wonderful day.